got my Celsius in me. I'm ready to go. You're one of I'm those people. Ready to I don't ever do drink Celsius. Celsius like when is I worked, disgusting. When I worked at a gym and by far it was the most popular energy drink or just any drink anyone would ask for. Everyone would be like, I get Celsius. Can I get Celsius? It's disgusting. I think and it's disgusting. Yeah, it is not good. It, it is not good. And it also has just so much fucking caffeine and just extra shit in it that it's just like, I do not need this for a podcast. But screw it. I took my pre-workout for this, essentially. Uh, okay. Pre-show shenanigans. Uh, today, we are filming this a day early. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving special. We don't skip holidays. We don't skip holidays, folks. So, yeah, that's right. We upload on Thanksgiving. If Christmas or... I don't know any other like major like New Year's if that lands on Thursday or Tuesday, you get an upload. That's how we work. We don't change the schedule, okay? This this is what we stick to, and this is what we do, okay? So happy Thanksgiving. I have to start off with that. Uh, so we're gonna be debating why turkey is the worst food. No, I'm kidding. Everyone I mean, that would be an arguable so debate. Yeah, that... <laughs> I mean, steaks should be the norm for we do Thanksgiving. Hams. We're right. ham. We're we're ham people. Yeah, like the for, Christmas ham. Yeah, for yeah, for my family, it's like there's turkey and ham available. I am, I'll take multiple slices, of it. slices, cuts. I'll take I'll take both, ham. but like I'll take both, but then I, I'll take I'm one of turkey. Ham. Yeah, just so like ham. the one annoying uncle at the table is like looking at everyone's plate, like what you don't you don't, you don't got any bird on there? Come on, like you you're know, not. Popeyes does turkeys, by the way. Oh, I did see that. I yeah. did see that. Yeah, no, it comes with like a black eye when they're punching you, giving you the turkey through the fucking Well, thing. not, no, uh, that's that's a Waffle House, but same. Oh, oh I mean, yeah. a Waffle House Thanksgiving, that might be the greatest Thanksgiving ever. <laughs> Could you imagine a Waffle House Thanksgiving? Oh my God. It has be to be beautiful. between like 1 a.m. and like 5, like 1 to 5 a.m. Like that's when it would have to be hosted. Yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah, the day after Thanksgiving, time-wise, like, on Friday, to 5 Black Friday is going on. <laughs> God. I mean, that is a whole nother debate, like, in terms of just, like, many, many just companies right now, Black Friday is their day, and they, like, And now the it's second, the NFL's day. The second it hits, like, 8 p.m. Thanksgiving night, like, after your, fi- okay, let's start off with this. What time do you eat Thanksgiving dinner? Well, so keep in mind, I haven't had an actual Thanksgiving dinner. Just in normally, like normally. Two years. Just standard. Uh, it's like a, it's a, it's about the only the holiday same... where you could start your dinner at like, like 2 four, p.m. And five. I would not be, I'm like, all right. I, like, I think do. ours is still over like the last couple of years, it's changed before we've had it at like 5 p.m. before, but like typically it's still around normal dinner time. I would say like right now, I'm now in like in that phase when it comes to Thanksgiving that it should be like a two to three hour experience of eating. So let's start that shit at like three thirty, four o'clock. The thing is like for let's us, get that shit going. So it's an over, it's, it's how does this interact with the NFL games? That's, that's the way that we look. Oh, at and it. the Vikings were playing last year. They, so I don't know if it was last year, but they've played multiple times on Thanksgiving. Like yeah. it's not abnormal for them. Cause like the lions always play, I think them and the Cowboys, them and like Cowboys staple games. Yeah. Um, so the Vikings sometimes will get that matchup and typically they have, but, um, I remember last year, Kirk was eating the turkey, the turducken, the turducken. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they have the night game. Oh my God. We have the turducken being the night game. Ooh, it was okay. A little late. I got back from the hotel early enough to watch it. Like I, that is one thing being West coast that I've now really thought about just how much more people are living just in the Eastern time zone than anywhere else just in the United States. And so like, it's all predicated essentially on the Eastern time zone. It's, it's to like, yeah, it, yeah. And, and, and also that's kind of why for the Super Bowl it kind of sucks too, because it will start, it will start really like even this year, like obviously it's in Las Vegas, but, and it's going to start really early Las Vegas time. Like for me, the Super Bowl has always been like it's a night game, like, we're starting it yeah, at night and it's like it's like it's daylight like the prime outside. time game of the week time for for like la time. it's like, like it's like three o'clock and it because it starts at like like five. a 215 start it's, for it's Pacific i time. just i hate that i hate like that. the thing is so we'll get into it obviously a lot today but like michigan ohio state is 9 a.m for me every yeah. single year yeah 
like, do you know how early that is? And now that I'm like older and, you know, sometimes have some rough mornings getting up 9 a.m. for Ohio State games, like I'm going to be in a slugfest on like four hours of sleep, just screaming well, my lungs out at the do you, you will be with your family for this event though, correct? Uh, this with is a my family brother, event. My mom, my mom does not watch with us because I don't think she needs to. Yeah, annoying. she doesn't need to be in that environment. <laughs> uh, my dad watches the game by himself in his office. Oh, um, he's the OG fact, Ohio My State dad fan. and I have, like, earlier this year, we had a Peacock game. Yeah. And I actually had to come back from college, back home to set up the Peacock for, for the fam. You know, of course. How to do yeah, that. of course. Yeah, no yeah, one knows yeah. how to use technology here. Black IP generation. Right. Yeah. So when comebacks up the Peacock game, I watched that game with my dad, like, sitting together posted up on the couch that was without question the first time we've watched a game together since urban meyer took over as head coach i would say it's probably like the other than the two times we went to the rose bowl and saw ohio state win in person together and does he not games. is he is it I'm even talking if it's at like home we've seen even if it's like two ohio state games together even if it's like a massive blowout like he won't come down from his office it's, well it's he'll like come the, down real quick to like say if a couple they, if comments. The, if the other team scores again, he's back up in the office. He's he's gone. Well, he he'll just come down real quick, like get a water, like another diet coke, uh, like like just some dad shit, like pounding diet cokes at like ten a.m. Watching Ohio State stressed, but uh, yeah, no, it's 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 more so like uh, come down, say a quick little comments, like God, this fucking run defense sucks, or or like hey. Al McCord's not that bad today. And then one bad play, like any result on the field can happen. It could be a pick six. He'll find a reason why it was a bad play. March back upstairs. He always fought. And I think it's a good way to look. Always find someone always makes a mistake on every play. And there cannot be mistakes in this game. Zero fucking mistakes. Last year, uh, we probably made a like, grand total of like 200 mistakes. Which you know what? To- I think perfect. 350 Michigan yards on six plays. Perfect pre-show transition. Yeah, I, we, we were going to bring up how it's the 12-year anniversary of the 11, butt fumble. 11-year 11, 11 anniversary of the butt fumble, which probably definitely deserves time and definitely deserves <laughs> to be talked about, but... We, we got to get into this episode. This one, yeah. this one is big. This is... We, we got hits. It's the big time. This is... This is the game right here. This much, game, so. much like Michigan itself, the uh, Michigan men decided to uh, protest. I guess. Yeah, some scheduling conflicts. Let's just say, well, and I'll really get into it in a sec. But ask me two weeks ago. You guys all saw us on the podcast three weeks ago, a month ago. I had zero confidence. I, I've been saying all year. This is the first time in my life I'm not confident going into the game. Shit has changed in the past three weeks. Shit has changed after watching Michigan, not even Ohio State, even though Ohio State has looked really good recently. Yeah, Grant personally Ohio. did some Connor Stallions reconnaissance on Michigan. Yes. Yeah, no, no, I, I got Washington scouted, uh, technically got UCLA scouted, but I mean, who really cares about that one? But okay, without further ado, big time boys, big time episode. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Waterboy Podcast. Today is episode 172. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. We do not take holidays off. Hope everybody's enjoying their time with family and friends and everybody. It is the official game day preview of the game, Ohio State Michigan, the greatest rivalry in all sports. We will be going over the greatest rivalries also uh, later in this episode. But, and, you know, NFL, I have to mention that too. Thanksgiving NFL, what, what, one of the best days of the year. Also, shout out the Egg Bowl. That is also on Thursday. I know no one will be watching it, but that is there too. Uh, and we'll get into it later, Everett, because you're announcing the picks this week. But we got an Amazon Prime game on Friday. I'm not happy. It's on Who the same. Scheduled that. It's on the Who same. Scheduled that. It's at the same time as our game. And by the way, our game. I mean, not the greatest game, better, though, better. to be honest. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. We're I'm going to be watching too late. I'm not watching that game. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Come sh- hey, things hey, off. hey, just come show up, show out, senior day. All right. It's my official last regular season game. Uh, so support the water boys. All right. Just let's support the water boys. So before we get into the rivalry aspect of the college football uh, portion, I want to quickly go over what I, what I think is the greatest 
NFL announcement post in, in college football history. I, I, I'm not sure if you saw this, Everett, but uh, Davidson offensive lineman Barclay Briggs um, has announced his decision to forego his final year of eligibility and enter the NFL draft. Yeah. Here's what he had to say. Didn't know Davidson had a team, but continue. Me neither. I thought they were just like Steph Curry basketball. But to Wildcat Nation, over the last four years, I have had the incredible opportunity to serve diligently as a career backup offensive lineman here at Davidson College. While I only played during blowouts or when starters got injured, I refuse to let that stop me from being a scrappy, sneaky athletic, fundamental, high football IQ lunch pail guy. There are countless people who I have to thank for making my dream of playing D1 football a reality. But I especially want to express my gratitude to my family, my coaches, Oprah Winfrey, my teammates, Winston Churchill, my friends, and all those who have supported me throughout this journey. With that being said, I will be foregoing my remaining eligibility to enter my name into the 2024 NFL draft. Many of you may ask yourselves, if he barely saw playing time at a non-scholarship FCS program, why does this guy think he has a chance in the NFL? And this is an entirely reasonable reaction. And I don't blame any of you for thinking this. I will provide roughly zero on-field value for an NFL franchise. But I'd probably be pretty fun to have around. Thank you, Davidson Football. It has been an honor, and I'll forever be a Wildcat. He needs uh, Chargers, Telesco. Sign that guy. Sign that now guy, that... and I'll let you stay on for another week. <laughs> a week. That's buy, a, uh, you, you buy yourself another week if you sign That's it. a locker room guy right there. I'm just saying. And, uh, I'm just saying. He also... Followed up, he has one Bible quote um, mentioned on there, and I had to look it up because it's probably the greatest um, Bible or verse ever. Acts 2.15, these people are not drunk, as some of you are assuming. Nine o'clock in the morning is much too early for that. That is, that is the Bible verse that he... Well, uh, all I'm saying is, you know what? He can learn how to long snap. He can do it. I, I mean, not not only just that, like he he's probably going to be the greatest scout team left guard of all time. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know how you can get better than that. Scout team is all about bringing the vibes as a former scout team captain. I know what yeah. it's like to be in charge of bringing the vibes to get smashed by the offense and a future <laughs> um, MLB uh, first round draft pick. So I know what that's like, but Hey, Hey, sometimes you got to sign up for the hard work and that dirty work you get, you don't get your praise. So at minimum Barclay, I'm happy. Now people know you, the legend of Barclay Briggs. So it's also a great name. Oh yeah. Phenomenal. Like that guy obviously was going to be on the team one way or the other. Oh uh, yeah. hundred percent. But okay. Ohio state, Michigan. I uh, want to start off with just some fun facts, laying out the laying out everything. So uh, Everett, technically I got a 16 and four lifetime record. Technically Michigan. is the Te- big caveat there though. Yeah. So if you count uh, in 2020, Michigan dodged the Ohio State game. It was the first time ever that the Ohio State-Michigan game was canceled. It was not canceled for the Spanish flu. It was not canceled for World War II. But for COVID, yeah, it was canceled. So if you, Michigan was 2-6 and six that year, by the way, and Ohio State played in the national championship. So you make your opinion on what would happen in that game for, for whatever you think. But assuming Michigan doesn't dodge that game and it does happen, that would have made me. 17 and four lifetime. So I'm going to count that one because they literally will take off the two last losses too, because Connor well, we're about to get into that. We're about to get into that. So we're going to take, we're going to add that, that game for me. If you remove the Michigan cheater wins, I'm 17 and two lifetime. And the, the kind of fun part is because they're cheating this year, this next game, even if, even if Ohio State loses, doesn't count officially because it's getting vacated. So record wise lifetime, I'm in no risk. Emotional, emotional damage, um, spirituality, uh, my mood. Oh, a lot De- on the Def- line. Defcon five. Uh, but if you, you know, I'll be the bigger man because Ohio State. We have had two. One of them's COVID vacated, but the other was vacated because you know our players got tattoos, so that win doesn't count. We cheated that year. Sure, a player game. I'm 15 and two lifetime. If we take out all vacated wins, still pretty good record, pretty good record. But I got some good old fun facts for old Jimmy Harbaugh. He's the only coach in Michigan history to lose his first four games against Ohio State. He technically lost his first six, but I guess 
we'll just say he lost his first five because he, you know, bitched out of 2020. True. Uh, however, he is the only coach, and that will be the case after these wins get vacated. He will be the only coach in Ohio State-Michigan rivalry history to be winless against the other school with at least five attempts. Now it should be 0-6, but technically Jim Harbaugh will leave 0-5 against Ohio State. That's what the record books will say. Only coach in the rivalry history to be that bad. So those are just kind of the fun facts to lay out on the line, everybody. Just want to say for Jim Harbaugh's sake, everyone being like crying, Ryan, uh, Jim Harbaugh's your dad, Jim Harbaugh owns you. Uh, just wanted to say, let's take a look back at 2020 and what was the true circumstance that year if they don't bitch out of that game and they do play Ohio State. Michigan loses that game. They go two and seven on the season and Jim Harbaugh would have been fired. Jim Harbaugh would have been fired. Jim Harbaugh dodged that game. He is the one who, he's the soft one, guys. He's the one who dodged that game because guess what? If he just played in that game, he would have been fired, okay? Yeah, and I think he realized that and he goes, hey, Connor, hey. We have to cheat. We, we have to cheat. Do you guys hey. not understand? If he lost to Ohio State again, 0-6, out, out, done. Like, that's something that people don't account for, by the way, is like you could be one of the better coaches in the Big Ten or in your conference, but for like these big games, big rivalry games, if you go 0-5, 0-6, it doesn't matter how elite you are. The, that you matters game, a lot big one. To, to, to those schools. You got to win the big one. I'm just saying, uh, back a long time ago, Ohio State coaches, if you weren't being Michigan, you're getting axed. You're gone. You're out. That's the only thing that matters, beating Michigan. That's the only thing that matters. So let's move on to the actual game itself. It's, you know, done, done with the lore. Okay, we're done, done with the lore. Keys to the game. Okay, I'm back in. I'm back in on Ohio State winning, and a lot of it's because seeing how Michigan has played post-cheating news scandal and how their offense has changed. And you mean J.J. Just, McCarthy just sucks. Yes, and I can get into that in a little bit, kind of explaining why, but – Old Michigan, I was looking up at a halftime review I did of the 2021 Ohio State-Michigan game, and I was shouting out Michigan for being on schedule, always seeming to have the perfect play call, and always calling beaters for us when we were running blitzes. I, I was so impressed. I was like, damn, they actually shout out at the time, fucking Gaddis, Josh Gaddis. I cannot believe I'm saying it, but I was like, damn, Josh Gaddis is kind of doing something right now on us. Uh but now we know they're cheating and we know that they know what blitz was coming, what pressure was coming, what the defense was doing. So, you know, Holy that shit. changes your hold on, hold on. Just real quick, talking about Josh Gaddis. Okay. No wonder he was absolutely dog shit at was it Miami that he went to? Yeah. Cause the only reason he was doing well is because they were fucking cheating. Things make sense now. Mm-hmm. And he still didn't even do that well at Michigan. And that's why he got fired from Michigan. Like, the, there's a reason that even, like, Jim Harbaugh was sitting there. And he's like, dog, you know the defensive plays and it still sucks. Like, you're gone. Like, you're so gone. Like, Harbaugh was like, this is pathetic. He literally knows the defense and, he, and he's still awful. So there's that. But I'm very interested to see how Michigan's O-line holds up against Ohio State. I would say, compared to recent years, they got some weak offensive tackles. They are not great in pass protection. And I think we'll get into it in a little bit explaining why, but let's just say when you know where the pressure is coming from, it's a little bit easier to block. And maybe you call a specific play if you know a blitz is coming from the left or from the right. Maybe, you know, you run a counter to that if you know it's coming, which a lot of Michigan big plays came from Everett. And I think we're starting to see some, some things happening when they're not cheating, but I want to get this out of the way compared to previous Michigan O-lines. I would say this isn't as good. However, Michigan's O-line is still one of the best in the country. Like I, I'm not saying they're like awful. I'm just comparing them to the past two Michigan O-lines who also knew the defense. So maybe that's why they looked a little bit better, but okay. Since they got exposed for cheating, they have struggled a lot passing the ball. Clearly Penn state, they, they ran the ball 30 straight times in the second half Maryland. They were, J.J. McCarthy did not pass very well, and they were running the ball heavily. Now a lot of Michigan people are saying, ran it down your throat, pummel it down your throat. We don't even need to pass. Big 10 football. We're playing big boy Michigan football, bitch. Okay, maybe. You know, 
maybe that might be the case. If you guys were dominating those teams in blowout wins, Penn State was a one-score game the entire second half, and you guys were running on like third and eights. What does that show to me? You got no confidence in JJ. It's not, it's not pound it down their throat. If you were pounding it down their throat, you would have put up 40 on, on Penn State. Okay, that, that would have been pounding it down their throat which kind of happened against Ohio State, I'll be honest. But, like, that's pounding it down the throat. You guys trust me. I've, it's all I've heard for the last two years. Uh, it seems to me like when they don't know what the defensive coverages are, they don't know where the blitz is coming, maybe J.J. McCarthy isn't that good. That's kind of what I've been seeing the past two weeks. So, Michigan's passing offense is all predicated on McCarthy rolling out. They like to roll him out get him on the move, throw on the run. He's an athletic quarterback. They like to get him out. Uh, and in the past, when Michigan knew what play was coming, for example, if you get the call uh, that they're bringing a blitz off the left, obviously we're going to roll him out to the right. And then vice versa. If it's coming off the right edge, you're going to roll him out to the left. If you got an inside blitz still, you can roll him outside. You have that time. But now that they don't know where the blitz is coming from, it doesn't quite work as well. Go back to the Penn State. Michigan game, oh my God, those Penn State D linemen were eating Michigan alive. JJ had no time back there. He was rattled back there, had no idea what to do. So now that they don't know the pressure, they are now calling these rollout plays into blitzes. They are now calling these plays into blitzes, and that's not going to work. Like their hey, offense is literally designed based on cheating and knowing their play effort. That's literally how their JJ offense is designed. Also, also has not been able, which is like, okay, he knows the routes and everything. Obviously, his receivers are going to run. Like, if you couldn't do that, how the fuck are you a quarterback to begin with? But because they don't know the wait, defense. Wait, what? I'm saying, obviously, JJ knows like the routes, the wide receivers are going to run and all this stuff. But yes, yeah. yeah. Right. I, I said, otherwise, so. otherwise, how the fuck are you a quarterback? That's what I said. But what I am saying is, all right, let's say they've been so reliant on using the cheating and everything to read the defense, to know these plays rather than actually just practicing against them. Of course, JJ is going to, to struggle because now instead of reading the defense and trying to read the coverage, which we don't know if he can do, he's only been reading. He's like, okay, I saw this player. This is what happens when they do this signal. This player is going to go back this way. It's nothing to do with, okay, they're going to cover four. I need to draw well, this Well, it could be that, but with... also it's just like, regardless regardless if J.J. McCarthy is fully aware of like the exact coverage they're running, regardless. like well, He is set up in the perfect play call every time. The coaches are true, calling it. Like, true, true, true. So, no, obviously. So the wide receiver is going to be open. But what I'm also saying is, like a large, large part of like, he's been supposed to be a, a first round quarterback, right? A large part of that is they want to see, okay, how can you, when they're doing different covers or whatever, they're trying to fool you. How do you react with your eyes? How do you react with like your just decision-making? Like, are you going to try and pull a corner down? Or are you going to pump fake? Or are you going to run? And since all this has happened, JJ has not only been off and just playing, like he hasn't been making good throws or good decisions. He's just like, essentially given up like it's like he doesn't know what the fuck's going on well i i wouldn't exactly say like given up it's just he's now it's actually football uh, given like, up was out. the wrong the given up is the wrong <laughs> word to use but it's like he doesn't know what the fuck is going on yeah it's kind of like a wake-up call late and i know he got a little banged up he, he's a little injured right now too uh but yeah against maryland who is not the greatest defense went 12 for 23 140 yards no touchdowns. I just remember. I just remember. Like I think it was that game where he had uh, a wide receiver going in the back of the end zone. He just sailed the fucking ball. I I, I don't entirely know to be honest, but what I'm saying is, uh, Ohio State they haven't quite gotten the sack production I'm looking for, and you know Ohio State fans were spoiled little babies. Like I I want sacks. I don't, I don't really care about pressures that much. I want sacks, and we haven't really quite been getting it done but and Noel's kind of been bag as a blitzer this year and if now Michigan doesn't know what blitz is coming hopefully hopefully we change up those signs because I know defense isn't that hard to change so hopefully we got those change and we gotta be rolling we gotta be rolling we gotta be rolling but uh okay that's a very interesting matchup for me Michigan's O-line in pass pro versus Ohio State's D-line or just blitz packages uh the other thing I'm extremely interested in, obviously, Kyle McCord, okay? 
Ohio State's red zone offense has been awful this year. Okay, so bad. They have consistently been inconsistent in the red zone. Not a great look. Red zone offense is going to be very crucial in this game. I think like leading up until Michigan stopped cheating, like they had not allowed anyone to run a play in their 10-yard line. Uh, So that's what it was. Now, I mean, we'll see how different it is. But Trevion Henderson is coming alive right now. I think he has 500 yards over his last uh, four games or 700 yards over his last five games. He's absolutely eating right now. Compare him with Corum's stats. It's night and day, not even comparable. Trevion's looked way better. So, hey, 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 but but there's not a picture of him with blood coming down his face in a, in a close-up 4K picture, though, is there? Ah, damn. Right. So Blake Corum's better. Blake Corum's better, then. You got a good point. Yeah, I mean, I even I could admit, true true he has that picture he's he does he have that he does have, he that, has picture. that picture even <laughs> i can admit i mean yeah yeah he that picture makes him better but red zone offense is going to be crucial obviously we have a marvin harrison he'll probably be getting thrown to a lot when we get to the red zone but strevion i'm very interested to see how it goes we kind of need some big plays out of him we kind of need a couple uh, well you need to yeah you need to set up you need to have something so that you're not just they're going to be like double triple teaming marv the whole time like yeah and i mean i know Emeka is just so unbelievably banged up shout or not a shout out uh shame on you to the ohio state uh med staff like literally every single time a player gets injured they're just out for the year at this point or if they do come back they're a shell of themselves so uh Emeka probably not going to be a difference maker in this game but hopefully Hopefully Michigan still treats him like it is or like he is, and he's still getting a lot of attention. So we're going to see exactly what happens. Farmer Gronk might get some love Stover out there, but red zone is going to be crucial touchdowns. Like there's not going to be a lot of points in this game. Okay. Both these offenses are like not phenomenal. The defenses are very good. So not going to be very, it's probably going to be a little classic big 10. I know Michigan fans are here like, so exactly that plays in our favor. We're going to pound it down your throat. Oh, we'll see, man. You guys have been averaging like three yards of carry the past two. Horrendous. Years. So yeah. Uh, if you're going to pound it like that, at least pound it like Navy, like do, or, or air force where it's just triple option. Just get, just sell just out. Sell do, do the whole thing. <laughs> like, like if you're going to do it, commit to it, uh, go all out. But yeah, I think this is the third time in my life that Michigan has been favored against ohio state uh, it's kind of interesting kind of what is their overall record when favorited in your lifetime uh the, i think it's one and one uh were they last favorited time last they were year? Favorited, no ohio state was seven point favorites for past years. yeah okay that's why and this is another point like most of the casual fans they're looking at that spread and being like okay ohio state's better they're gonna win this so when I say loses as seven point favorites, now any like casual fan that doesn't actually watch Ohio State and is like an SEC fan, they're now under the impression that oh, Ohio State's fucking awful. They're trash. Field goal away from beating your team, guys. Field goal away. Uh, but and a Marvin Harrison, by the way, don't forget about yeah, that. No, yeah, no, he would have been helpful to have him. Would have been pretty helpful. Uh, but yeah, this one, this is for everything. Okay, this is kind of the last one that really, really matters. After this, first. We can match up in the Big Ten championship game the next week. There's no divisions in the Big Ten moving forward, so it's just top two teams. So, well, I would say, argue, let me ask you this. Let me ask, let me ask you this though, as a, obviously as an Ohio State fan, is this is like the most important meeting for the basis that like okay, a winner would go to the 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 um. Well, there's that on a, like losers prop like, and it's yeah. still yeah. There's that, but let me let me ask you this though. Would it be more important to you for like that or would it be, all right, whoever wins this game is home field advantage the next week, which one would feel more important to you for like, if you had, you're going to match up with them again, you wouldn't care about that. It would just be this one. Well, like real quick on the hope it's like, it will just be at a neutral site anyway. So, Oh, I guess. Yeah. It but, but, I'm, but I'm sorry. Uh, it's, it's the American conference. We don't do that. So, but like, also it's like, it's always just been once a year we play Michigan, just one time a year. Like, and well, like, I'm gonna be honest though. Well, okay, let where... me let me let me let me say this though. I I'm not an Ohio State fan. I'm not a Big Ten fan, so I'm not gonna be able to relate to like that. So it, it, there might be a disconnect in what I'm going to say. But for us, let's say last year for for Tulane, right? For us, 
we played UCF two times. The first match, we didn't know who we were playing in the championship game, but that first match we played with them, it was a huge game for us. Like technically it was like our- Are, are you rivals with them? I mean, like, like in the division last year, yeah. Like, we don't have any explicit okay. rivals. So, I mean, like, like, I was literally raised to say every time you see no, someone that's what, in Michigan, I'm saying fucking it's stick different. your middle finger out and tell them, fuck you, you fucking no, it's, bozo it's, piece of it's shit. It's different, like, but I'm, I'm making a separate point. Like, it's not the same. No, nothing's the same level as Ohio State versus Michigan. Like, I'm not going to be able to say anything is, is like that. Like, I, it's not the same. But what I am saying is for us, okay, we played UCF that first time. It was a huge game for us. Like, we don't like them. We lost that game and it further motivated us and made us like want to beat them more in that championship game from when we played them that second time where that game was like the end all be all met way, like meant way more than any other time that we had ever played them. And arguably yeah, also, I understand that. arguably also would you playing Michigan in the championship game, not matter more than any of these games, because that really is the end all be all. Well, that, that's another thing. Like, obviously, if they were to ever meet, like, in a playoff game or Big Ten champ, just by nature, it has to mean more than just the regular season one. But, like, that's the thing. Like, when people are going forward, like, people will just be like, oh, I mean, for, like, let's say it's this same scenario next year and Michigan weren't cheating and Harbaugh wasn't going to leave uh, Michigan. They'd still be like, you know, like, well, if they weren't cheating, they would never even, like, be in this position to make it a meaningful game. But fuck, fuck, I can't even make this point because it literally, the hypothetical could not exist. Like literally can't even exist, but pretend in a fairy tale world, fairy tale world that Ohio State and Michigan are 11 and 0 next year with a 12 team playoff. Both are, before the game begins, both are already guaranteed to play in the Big Ten championship game. I know that a lot will have to happen, but just pretend. Yeah. Everyone will be like, oh, this game doesn't matter. And by the nature of it, like, you're correct. Like, like technically, you are right. Like, by nature, it doesn't actually matter. Like, yes. But, like, it fucking does. Like, this is everything. This is everything. Like, this game right here. Michigan, oh, my. I ev- Genuinely, every single human I know who's a fail with Michigan, I do not like them. Do not like them. And there's people that I used to like growing up who have then gone to Michigan. Now, I don't really like them anymore. Now, now, now I... I just can't, it's hard, it's hard for me to scrape that, that little piece of shit on the bottom of my shoe off my foot, just knowing that you're affiliated with me. It's tough. It's a pain in the ass for me to do it, but I have to keep on doing it every time I walk by those pieces of shit. So anyone affiliated with Michigan, Michigan men are, oh, we're so great. We, they, I mean, they were calling Ohio State cheaters my, my whole life every time they lose. Every, every single, after every game, they I believe Jeff's uh, uh, dynasty league name is uh, Ryan Day. Was born on third base, so it's it's blood into other things as well. Yeah, and you know, if we're gonna talk about being born on third base, a lot of people, from me to Ryan Day, yeah, that angers me. Them saying that, I, I feel for Ryan Day, him having to just sit there and take it. Um, but just as an Ohio State fan, thank you for admitting that we're like at third base right now. Like you guys aren't like first. Like you guys haven't beat TCU. Yeah, I was yet. gonna. I was going. So, to say, like, what base are you guys on? I was going. Jim to say, Harbaugh literally had to like fucking like trash can to walk to get to first base. Like he didn't even get there legitimately. <laughs> like you guys not get that? Nah, they don't get it. If Ryan Day was born on third, then Jim Harbaugh stole the second and got caught stealing third. Okay, that's what happened. Okay, and I'll take being born on third. I'll take that. Yeah, I was going to say Arthur Smith was born on third, but I can't call the Eagles or the Falcons third base. So, yeah, I can't do that. So, yeah, I mean, you you guys act like it's a big, like, disrespectful thing to me as an Ohio State fan. Not really. To Ryan Day, yeah, I mean, that that boils his blood. I hope that. I hope he listens to that every single morning, and that motivates him. Also, just the fact that Jim Harbaugh made those third base comments while he was cheating to win and finally – I mean, that's, I mean, we, you want to talk about soft. I mean, man, man had to feed his own ego there. He, he really needed to, he, he needed validation from the Michigan people because he knew his ass was on the line, guys. You, you guys forget. I can pull up all the, all the articles of Fire Jim Harbaugh published 2020. Literally, 2020, COVID, COVID was happening and they wanted him gone. The more things change, right? You know, more the state of fucking same. But yeah. 
Ohio State, Michigan, that's, uh, I guess, the preview. A uh, lot more lore than the actual game itself. Kyle, please, come on. You got this, baby. I mean, the whole game is fully reliant on Michigan having cheated. Like, that is the game preview. Yeah, I like, I, and I hope we have changed as much signs as possible. But after hearing that, we had the same signs for five years, like just like four years ago. I mean, shit, we're, we're a year away from our cycle of changing signs. So, I mean, I don't think we're ready to do that yet. Like, all I got to say. That's five horrible. years, same signs. That is horrible. Like, the, the fact that we were winning the Big Ten every year during that time is crazy. They had all our signs, and they didn't need to cheat to find them. You just had to play us once and be like, wait, it's, wait, guys. Uh, yeah, the fact, that, the fact that you guys were doing that when Penn State was also cooking for a couple years, too. Yeah, the one time they beat us was probably in year two of those signs, or year three of those signs. So, I mean, yeah, maybe. Maybe I can discount all of my losses recently to sign stealing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not going to do that. Just when it comes to Michigan, then I will. I will find the wolves. I will. But yeah, yeah, a lot on the line. This is kind of like the last really big one. You got playoffs on the line. Losers probably not getting in because everyone else has been winning. Uh, I expected a Washington or uh, Oregon or someone to drop or like, well, Florida State. Well, Oregon, well, dropped, thing. But... Oregon and Washington play again, right? They're going to play. Well, I, so, I still so, thought they were going to lose again before they matched up. Like I, I, I thought, I, I thought they were going to, I thought they were going to lose to Oregon State. Oregon State um, yeah. But I'm going to be honest. All right. So Oregon has one loss right now. Washington doesn't, right? We've said it before. All right. A couple of things that come into play here. Your mantra uh, in conference game and division game, throw everything the fuck out the window. Second thing. Second thing. It's hard to be the team twice. And with the way Oregon's been playing, <laughs> with the way Oregon's been playing, the way Washington's been playing since that game, I think or- I think Oregon's gonna be everyone's the shit every everyone's on Oregon. Which right. I so here's here's too. the question now. All right, so now you have you have Oregon and Washington both at what would it be eleven and one, um, and you would have Oregon would be twelve and one, Washington would be twelve and one, but Oregon would be the Pac-12 champ. Yeah, so you'd have them being the Pac-12 champ, which I would say gives them tiebreaker. Then you also have you'd have Michigan and Ohio State. Let's just say one yeah, is 12, 12 and one. 13 and 0. Sorry, 13 and, and 0. The other one is eleven and one, right? Or yeah, yeah eleven and one. Um, and then you have FSU, who I'm going to assume is going to lose to Louisville in the ACC matchup, but uh, it's its own thing. Um, okay. So if it's me, Georgia's in either way. Wait, 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 real quick. Just play play along real quick. If Louisville does end up beating Florida State like we are expecting, they'll be a 12 and 1 ACC champ. But it is ACC. True, true. But with that, a 12 and 1 ACC who champ, is, who then are the, the two teams of Ohio State Michigan is out. Who are the two teams They're that out. were who are the two teams that were first out last year? Who are the first two teams out last year? Uh USC, maybe? I don't know. No, because that, should have been. they would not have been in the Cotton Bowl if they were the first two teams out. Uh, would it be 2023? Uh, Tennessee, Bama. Would be CFP rankings, right? CFP rankings? Yeah. Um, I guess Bama and Tennessee. I think Bama was five. Kansas State, they played. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That's 2024. Oh, no, right now, is, I guess it would be 2022. Um. I'm going to find this, but it was what TCU was in. Who'd TCU knock out? Either way, they it were doesn't like matter. in no matter what. TCU, no, it was debatable because they, they, remember they, they lost, no they lost to K State. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is I think, I think it would be arguable based on what happened last year that you could have Louisville win that. And did not They'd matter. Be definitely in over the loser of Ohio State, Michigan. In my opinion, if they're a one-loss ACC champion, I think it'd be debatable. Uh, but if this is the one I'm interested in, no one's really talking about it. No one's no one's really 
people are kind of writing it off, assuming one thing's going to happen because one team lost to Texas. But Georgia, Alabama, if Alabama wins it, there, there's a chance that Alabama could get left out and Georgia, there's a chance that SEC could get left out. If you Florida think that State if Georgia loses table, that, then Georgia might not be in the top four? There's a chance because let Florida State has to win out. So let's say that happens. They'd be 13-0. They're the winner of Michigan-Ohio State, they're in. So let's let's Oregon or Washington, that winner, they're 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 in. Yeah, the winner, the winner of Oregon, Washington is gonna be in no matter what. The winner and of Ohio State, Michigan. So is here, it. unless they somehow lose in the championship game, but we'll be in. It's so we'll, Iowa. Hey man, scary defenses, all right. Um yeah, but no offense. <laughs> Uh, winner of that, so we can account for two of the seeds, all right? We're going to assume that Georgia is in, if Georgia is not in. Well, well, my hypothetical here is Georgia loses that game versus Bama. Okay, so let's that's hypothetical. Say, so they were, what, 11 and 1, 12 and 1? 12 and 1. Georgia would be 12 and 1 with no championship. So let's say, let's say Ohio State's going to win. We're going to play that Ohio State's going to win, all right? Then so Michigan is out no matter what. So Ohio State's in. Oregon is in in this scenario because we're having them be Washington. Now we have Georgia and Alabama both tied at 12 and one with Bama having the tiebreaker. Texas could sneak in somewhere. They're one loss. Texas they, could sneak no, in. No, they have two. Nope, one loss. Are they? Are they one still loss. at one? They are a one oh, they loss are team. One. They are still at one. So they could sneak in. Florida State, if they ran Maybe, the table, yeah. could sneak in. Uh, then well, you can... if Florida State runs table, they're in. No, they, they are in. But if if that happens, if this scenario happens and Louisville wins and and of Florida State, does Louisville get in? And well, that's that's what I'm thinking. And when Bama, this is kind of what needs to happen over Georgia. Well, this is kind of what needs to happen for Louisville to get in. Georgia needs to win, win out, beat Bama, so Bama can't even be a yeah, like right, they can't be right. two that SC needs to be, teams competing needs to be two, there because then Correct. So yes, Georgia has to win out. Ohio State needs to beat Michigan because if Ohio State loses Michigan, they might get in. If Michigan loses Ohio State, they don't have the resume they're at. So they need Ohio State to win. Well, not necessarily, but it'd be very good if that happened. When it comes to Big 12, you want Texas to lose. Uh, That's all you're rooting for. And Pac-12, you want Washington to win. Then they are in no matter what. Texas, Texas plays Texas Tech this week. Uh, yeah, that should be very hard. There, there, they will be in. Uh, I believe either way, they'll be in the championship game, and they will be playing. Uh, between there's a three way tie right now between Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, and Kansas State. Okay. So. Yeah, like if one of those teams beats Texas, then it doesn't matter big 12's out so yeah i mean things are gonna have to happen things are gonna have to shake up but uh, i do think that it's not been accounted for that texas might be able to sneak their way in there too i, I think that there's there's a lot more no, gray yeah, very area. possible there's a lot more gray area in here than people actually are accounting for and this is this is why i'm interested in ever so if texas and bama both went out so they're both 12 and one champs of their respective conferences texas is gonna have to be above bama because of head-to-head it went into Bama. And well, right so, now they are. Yeah, they are. They are ahead of Bama. They are. Yeah. So. So you're going to have to keep them ahead. But. If in a way, if te- if Georgia wins out, beats Bama, I in a way, it kind of makes Texas win a little less. In my opinion, no, because Bama's real as fuck. But, like, but if, if Bama maybe beats, that hurts Texas, Texas Bama, is rooting for Bama. If Bama beats Georgia. Texas is in. Texas will be in. With with them winning out. With them win. With them winning. Say Ohio State's in. Oregon's in. Those are three teams. We need one more. That last team would be FSU if they were on the table. Yeah. Let's say they don't win it, though. Are you giving it to Louisville or Georgia? You'd give it to Bama because Bama won. Oh, oh. Well, no, no. Bama's in. Bama. We yeah, didn't say we didn't account for oh, Bama they're yet. they're in. There. But that last spot would go well, no. If FSU one runs the table, Bama's out. 
Well, I'm saying Louisville wins that game. If Louisville, Louisville wins, Bama then yeah, are. Bama will be in over Louisville. I'm I'm trying to think of a scenario for Louisville to get in. Like Georgia has to, to happen. Georgia Georgia wins out. Uh, the Big Ten Ohio doesn't State matter. Needs to beat Michigan. But either way, it doesn't really. If matter. Ohio State loses to Michigan, eleven and one Ohio State has has a chance of getting in over a twelve and one ACC Louisville has a chance. True. I mean, I I, I agree a with chance. that. That's what happened last year. I think that they got in right. That's how they got in was because it's Ohio State. Well, there were losses. Like I think USC, it wasn't it was a Bama. Like a four wasn't win it? Pac twelve. It was. Like there was also Bama. Bama was also a uh, uh, Bama had lost two games right, and they were two lost Bama. Yeah, they were at like like, well, they didn't play in the SC championship game. LSU did, so like they didn't even have. Yeah, that I mean, game. going going into the final, so Georgia last year, Georgia was fifteen and oh, I guess they they ran the table, whatever. But uh, this is final rankings. What week would it have been? Week. 12? Are you saying before the playoff games or before the conference championship? Game? Before I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go week uh, fourteen last year. Let's just look at week fourteen. So that would be uh, the championship week. So, uh, Georgia's Georgia is twelve and zero. Okay, before yeah, there were twelve and zero. Georgia's twelve and twelve and zero. Ohio State was eleven and one. We'll go here. I'll, I'll accelerate. Alabama was I'm gonna 10 go. To, I'm gonna go to after the championship games. USC, I think, was eleven. Bama's thirteen and zero. Michigan's thirteen and zero. TCU's twelve and one. They lost that game. Ohio State's eleven and one. The next two teams in would have been Bama, Tennessee, Clemson is eleven and two. That's that's what it would have been. Yeah, and Clemson wasn't in. So it would have been it would have been a, a two loss Clemson or two loss Bama. Um, so yeah, disregard the five and six seeds. They, Bama was the five seed at two loss. Tennessee was yeah. two loss six seed. Um, so okay, all right, all right. Uh, let's get into yeah. the NFL slate here. Um, I'll read through these games real quick. We can go rattle them off. Uh, it's a little bit of a different week. It's Thanksgiving week. We had the whole yeah. rivalry showdown. So it's a little bit less of an NFL segmented episode. Um, I went seven and seven last week. I am in a little bit of a slump. Uh, my strategy seems to not be working anymore. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, I don't know what your overall win total is now, but I believe you are very close to catching me. I am um, now at 99 wins. You are two games behind me. Okay. Okay. Big week. Close. Big week. I went 11 and three last week. I, yeah. I was like, Grant had I his, got his, so lucky with Rams. Grant had his, his Great week. break with the Eagles. Shout out MVS. Marquez Valdez Scantling, my guy. Uh, uh, okay. All right. There we go. Packers, Lions, Commanders, Cowboys. You're not going to point out the dates? Okay. Th well, I mean, it's assumed it's Thanksgiving week. I mean, you're going to know which teams. Okay. All right. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving games. All right. Thank Thanksgiving Thank games. Thanksgiving games. Are you happy now? Now that I'm yes. going to do it that way? Okay. Well, now the people know that we were referring to the three games being played on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving games. Packers, Lions, Commanders, Cowboys, and 49ers, Seahawks. Uh, Friday game. Thumbs down for that. Dolphins on and Jets. Amazon Prime. Dolphins Jets. Um, it's also an awful game. I guess they had it. They had to give them that game because the well, Thursday game. They thought games. it was going to be Aaron Rodgers too. Well, that, so. but it, also they probably like we can't give you the Thanksgiving games. Yeah, no, for Prime. So they yeah. had to, they had to give them. Uh, okay, and then normal slate: Saints, Falcons, Steelers, Bengals, Panthers, Titans, Bucks, Colts, uh, Patriots, Giants. Horrible game. Jaguars, Texans, Browns, Broncos, Rams, Cardinals, Chiefs, Raiders, Bills, Eagles, Ravens, Chargers, and uh, Monday Night Football, Bears, Vikings. So, yeah, uh, I think we know what the what the fuck is. If there was one, there there it's are Patriots, multiple. Giants. There's multiple. There, but there if are there multiple, was one, and it's all because they're ass. Yeah, they're all, the, well. Yeah, that's what that's how what the fuck games happen. You got two teams I, I that honestly, I honestly have been flipping back and forth between Patriots and the Giants. I'm gonna be I, dead serious. I have I no idea. I think I might be. I think I might be sticking to one right now. But <sighs> yeah. All right. Lions, Cowboys. Never bet against the Cowboys on fucking Thanksgiving. Uh, 49ers, Dolphins, Falcons, uh, Steelers, Titans, Bucks, TD. Uh, 
the DeVito, <laughs> DeVito, Danny DeVito. Uh, You're going with Jersey boys. Okay. Jersey All boys, right. Giants, okay. uh, Texans, Broncos, Rams. Actually, now I'm realizing it's a rookie quarterback. It's fucking Bill Belichick. <sighs> oh. Okay, I'm going back to the Patriots. I'm taking okay. the Patriots. Um, Rams, Chiefs, Eagles, Ravens, Vikings. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, you 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 just get a kind of a free one over me with Ravens over Chargers. I uh, just got to bite that bullet <laughs> this week. Uh, you know what? It, it is what it is. All right. It is what it is. Sunday night football. I re- I mean, wow, boy, the takes on Monday morning after that. <laughs> Skip's gonna be having a field day on Justin Herbert being ass. I I can't. <laughs> uh, it's it's gonna be fucking hilarious. Uh, Brandon Staley, if he isn't fired Monday morning. Oh, he won't know. be. Don't don't worry. I don't, he won't. I don't know. He'll still be know. there. He'll still be I there. I don't know. He, he still has another year on his contract too. You're right. We can't we can't buy him out or whatever the hell. Uh, okay. Lions. This might be the first time I've ever like picked the Lions to win on Thanksgiving or like expected them to. This might be the first time they've ever been favorited on Thanksgiving. Holy shit! No, they've uh, been but- favorited before. They had one good year in like 2017. No, it was like 2016. Uh, and they were favored to beat the Vikings on Thanksgiving. I'm and they did not. Won that game. Yeah, I think we won yeah, that that's game. Probably why you brought it up. Okay. But they, that uh, was, I think that was the that was the last year of Caldwell's Jim Caldwell's uh, tenure there. Okay. Uh, but all right, we'll be going with this. Lions, boys, Niners, Dolphins, Saints. I hate it, but Saints, Steelers, Titans, which I also am feeling a little sus on. I am sus about that. I'm very sus. I'm a little that. sus on that one. I'm, I'm very sus on that one. I'm on Colts, Patriots, Jaguars. Broncos, Cardinals, Chiefs, Eagles, Colts up, <laughs> woo, and the Vikings. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I, while I was going through it and just thought about it again, Panthers, Titans, there, you know, there's no it's actual spooky. reason to like actually be spooked, but I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I just well, saw that and well, I was like, Frank Boy, Reich, Frank Reich has, um, has given up play calling duties, correct? I believe so. Or retaken yeah. over. He has, no, no, he had them. He gave them up. Or no, maybe now he took them. Some whatever it was, it's the opposite. Um, but but he has experience. He is experienced against the Titans. He's on the hot seat. All right, Titans are not great. It's setting up for Panthers. You mean right? They're both horrible, but the Titans are not great. Yes. Okay. Uh, So it's setting up for the Panthers to be able to pull off a little sneaky win, the same way that right now the Cardinals are setting up for a little possible sneaky win on the Rams. Um, but I, it's that weird feeling where neither, like the Titans have not been good enough to be like, yeah, they'll be they're They're bad, but they'd be able to beat the Panthers. Like, it's not that kind of, it's, it's like the bears Panthers kind of feeling right now. Okay. Like that okay. game. Yeah. It's just like the Titans aren't very good. That's probably, it's probably, yeah. That's yeah. kind of the main Yeah, point. that is it. Uh, but I don't know. I could just feel a little like, you know what? Screw it. I hope Bryce has a nice, nice Thanksgiving. It's like, you know what? Let's just let's just be Bryce this weekend and just goes out and ball. I, I can see that happening. So yeah, I'm on that. Yeah, Patriots Giants. God, gross, yuck, disgusting. I traumatizing almost how how awful that is. Uh, but yeah, yeah, there's that. So I mean, Bears, Vikings. This one's at home. Monday night. Is this now you have been saying, hey, the Bears show up for Minnesota. So they do. They, saying, they have perennially showed split. up versus us. Uh, no, we'll, 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 we'll win this game. Have you guys already played? Yeah, we already played once. Nope. Wait, yeah, we played once because we played in Chicago when he dislocated his thumb. That game was versus us. Okay, so, okay. so sweep, sweep. Yeah. Massive game. Higher. Big big game for the Vikings too. By the way, this is that difference between six and six and seven and five. Uh, yeah, and it's in like a way it's, for the I mean, Chargers. This is kind you'll, of the you'll, season. You'll you'll, this you'll understand this. You'll understand this. But I don't know how many other people. It's like it's like round five in S and D. That's that's what this is. Okay, okay, round five. All right, okay. That's what. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, now that, now, that, now, that now it makes great, now it adds up, right? That, that put a lot into perspective for me. Okay. <laughs> Okay. All right. I, I understand now. I, I get it. Uh yeah, I guess in a way for, for Chargers, we're I mean, if we're gonna stick on those terms, it, it like 
we are currently down two four. All right, uh, we're about to go into round seven. All right, like we yeah. need to win. We need to yeah. win. I like technically we can drop one, but not really. Then it's, you don't want to. You don't want to have to run the table. That's so. Tough. So that reverse we, sweep is is real difficult to pull. And we and we get the Ravens. So <laughs> it's a, not the easiest matchup. Uh, but yeah, get get the Ravens at home Sunday night, and everyone's gonna be watching. Uh, We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, the, the last vibes uh, team that I just had to point out real quick, Steelers. Okay, Canada's out. That's not so, a vibes pick. It's just the fact that they've been getting the and luckiest. Of- they've been getting the luckiest turn of events for their schedule. <laughs> Kenny Pickett still sucks ass. I think him and AR-15 still have the same, same number of touchdowns of- yeah. since so, October 1st. Whether or not Matt Canada is there, that does not change that fact. I thought the vibes that you were going to say was the Jaguars over the Texans because that's an anti-vibes pick. But oh, oh, now the reason I'm going Jaguars over the Texans is the clear is purely based off the split sweep phenomenon that we have been discussing on this podcast. Now the Texans have already beaten the Jaguars once this year, pretty bad. Uh, I saw a couple of memes going out like uh, "Blonde Jesus Bum," which I mean, you know me, I love to read those things. But yeah, like. I want the Texans to win. And we've already revealed that, like, I don't really jinx well, either way. Well, the only reason so, why I stopped caring about that is last week I did those, and uh, I lost those ones. Yeah, so, I mean, and also, I mean, CJ's kind of been getting bailed out. But last week kind of got He got bailed he out, got bailed out last but, week. Yeah, I would agree with that. He, gets he looked a like a rookie. He gets a pass. Um, it's fine. He's allowed to have a rookie game. That, it's, it's week 11, and he finally had his, oh, shit, he's a rookie. Moment. Okay. I'll take that. Uh, all right. Pretty good. To uh, to wrap this up, to wrap up the episode here, uh, two quick top ten lists. Uh, first top ten rookies and second top ten rivalries in American sports. Uh, we'll do rivalries first in honor of Rivalry Week, uh, and then the rookies list, which won't be super surprising, I don't think. But here we go for rivalries: Ohio State and Michigan, Yankees and Red Sox, Duke UNC. Lakers and Celtics, Cowboys and Eagles, Alabama and Auburn, Army, Navy, Texas, Oklahoma, Angel Hernandez and the MLB, and LeBron versus MJ. Yeah, so, you know, got a little, got a little fun with it at the end, but in all, in all honesty, those, those are massive rivalries. No, they, like, they those are, are very massive. And we're just talking there. like little locker room debates you're having with the boys, like, those pop up more frequently than many of the other ones on there. Like we also got Chris Paul versus Scott Foster. Like, like there's a lot on that. There's there's a lot. There's a lot we could do. So arguably might be its own list. Yeah. I mean like Paul Pierce and the Celtics versus LeBron. LeBron's got a lot of enemies. Paul Pierce and his pants. LeBron Mm -hmm. and JJ Barea clamping him in the NBA finals when he was on the heat. What's you the know, dude on the what's the dude on the on the Pistons that tried to beat up LeBron the other year? Cause that guy and LeBron. Precious Achua, I think. Yeah, yeah. That guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, there's a lot of things. Calvin Ridley and gambling. That like a lot, lot of lot of rivalries that, that we can go over, you know. Bears and bad quarterbacks. Or sorry, good quarterbacks. That's yes, that's the rivalry. Good yeah, good quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Top Chargers ten in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Chargers and success. Yeah. I was, yeah, Chargers and happiness. Oh, that's what I was going to say. The Vikings. That that was going to be mine. But Vikings and field goals. That'd be on there. Ooh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Specifically within thirty yards. That's that's the tough bit. Yeah, yeah. The the backbreakers. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Top ten rookies in the NFL this season. We'll go ten to one. Uh, Here we go. Joey Porter Jr., Zay Flowers, Brian Branch. Devon Witherspoon, Will Anderson, Sam Laporta, Puka Nakua, Jordan Addison, Jalen Carter, and CJ Stroud. So top 10 rookies in the NFL. I think vaguely, I vaguely remember going over them once before, but I don't yeah. know if that got turned into, uh, turned into a, a bit or a clip. Yeah, I think I, not... I listed them, um, but I don't have evidence of it actually coming up anywhere besides no, I, my I notes, remember, so. I but remember i do remember current. saying i do remember saying puka nakua specifically yeah no i don't know I, how I you could for, i don't know how you could forget puka nakua you can't so you can't, you can't, can't never forget, forget the first time you heard say puka nakua the first time you said puka nakua everybody had an epiphany moment like oh wait, my god yeah you get to say this name like like puka he's nakua? actually like 
he's Good. here to stay yeah. every year. I get, I get, I get, I get to keep on talking about Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua. When you Puka, say Puka that Nakua. fast, like Puka Nakua. I mean, like I mean, it it it, it is Cooper, but Puka it's like Koopa, it's, I mean, it's like come a, on. it like Puka scratches a brain itch. Yeah, it's no, fantastic. It's Puka Nakua, like I Puka Nakua. I, Okay. With that, thank you guys so much for watching, listening, raise five stars. You can find us on Spotify, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, and on Instagram at Waterboy Pod. Make sure to follow me and Grant on Twitter at Everstakes and at Waterboy Grant. We post new episodes every Tuesday to Thursday, every Tuesday and Thursday on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Make sure to turn on notifications on YouTube so you do not miss another episode. We post new TikToks uh, essentially every day of the week, uh, Tuesday to, to Sunday, Monday to Saturday, whichever setting Grant feels uh so make sure you guys follow the tiktok for new little bits every week we post new graphics uh one to two times a week so don't want to miss any of that so make sure to follow us there uh with that happy thanksgiving everybody see you guys in the next episode water boys out